0: Greetings, most excellent Theophilus. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Theophilus, you are now listening to the company chaplain of the first Minnesota uh, reenactor group um, in Oregon. I got to talk to the union battalion chaplain and the confederate battalion chaplain we're all cordial we're all baptists the union chaplain is a reformed baptist uh which is great and dandy and fine um and the confederate is a confederate of course Uh (laughs) but no he actually pointed me in the direction uh of some really good books i have um somewhere around here, um, the diary of a confederate chaplain, uh, which has such, uh, memorable excerpts as, um, calling it a cannonade, calling artillery barrages a cannonade, and, uh, calling a battle, uh, the sounds of battle of the guns, musketry. Um and another such book, um, I have a lot of ideas and things, so, uh, yeah, I had a really productive Saturday night of talking to people, the only issue, uh, was not what I drank, it was rather, Theophilus, what I did not drink, uh, which was water, hmm <laughs> Actually, I'm still totally convinced that what actually caused me to suffer my issues um, was that I did not get enough sleep. I got like two hours. Which, as you can imagine, is not healthy for you. And honestly, the fact that I felt the same kind of fugue state I normally do at work means I really need a different line of work. And now. (laughs) I cannot wait. And I'm sick of work um, I despise that place, um, I'm ready to move on, so, the new Obi-Wan show is out now, and apparently TikTok doesn't realize how much I enjoy Star Wars, because I haven't gotten any of the episodes spoiled yet, so, fingers crossed, Next month is Die 2 Pride Month. We're going to try to have at least a few interviews interviews with some ex-alphabet community Christians. Uh, we currently have one lined up. Uh, potential another. Uh, and I'll be honest, I'm not quite sure what we're going to talk about this week um, on the show. Well... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to study the Book of Enoch, and then, I don't know, present something. But, don't have time for that today. I think, in lieu of everything, I don't have a plan. I think we're just going to do, Theophilus, um, a questionnaire, uh, a Q&A extravaganza, where it's all just responding to your questions, Theophilus. Um, I think we'll start on the tiki Talks. You can help by specifically saying things you'd like me to give a deeper discussion into. Um, Delune 1313 asks, How can I share the gospel with someone who once claimed to be Christian, but has now fallen into the subjective truth mindset? Um, I like to simply destroy the subjective truth mindset. So, um, that uh, this is a rock, right? Of course, you should be holding up a rock or talking about a rock, pointing to a rock. And you're like, that's a rock, right? Well, if truth is subjective, then really, uh, this rock, though it looks like a rock, it sounds like a rock, it feels like a rock, this could actually be uh, a foam ball. Because truth is subjective. To me, it's a foam ball. To you, it's a rock, um, or vice versa. Say this is a foam ball to you, but I think it's a rock. Um, is it a foam ball or a rock? A subjective truth. Well, if you think it's a foam ball, it's a foam ball. Okay, now can I throw it at you, or are you gonna be uh, discon- are you gonna be concerned at the fact that I'm throwing a rock at you? Because even if we pretend it's a soft ball. At the end of the day, that is still a piece of stone that is going to hurt you. It is still going to knock out windows, so you can pretend that anything is anything. Um, But at the end of the day, there is still objective, empirical truth to be had. So obviously, if one person is claiming that they have God, and he... He has these rules. And another person is claiming, well, I have God, and he has these rules, and they're contradictory. We know one of them has to be telling. Well, they can either both be wrong, or one of them can be wrong. But they cannot both be right. God is not contradictory. Um, either, Either God is Trinitarian or he is Unitarian. He cannot be both. You could argue he could be Binitarian. Um, That either it's one God, three persons, Trinitarian. One God, one person, Unitarian. Or one God, two persons, uh, Binitarian. Uh, But God cannot be both or all three at the same time. That would be contradictory. Um, So obviously, if there is a reality, if there is a truly God, um, he has to fit one Description. He cannot fit all of them. The God of Buddhism, well actually I don't think there is a God in Buddhism, um, cannot be the God of the Bible. Because the God of the Bible does not speak of reincarnation. He speaks of resurrection. Um, they're completely different. So the whole subjective truth concept just doesn't work. A question from Jeff underscore Thun. How should Christians respond to school incidents uh, censoring a word? Um, the way we respond to any tragedy. With prayer that God will have mercy. Upon whom he will have mercy in the scenario. And that he will bring perpetrators to justice. Um, in terms of how we should act about these things politically we need to advocate rationally and consistently um, God did not punish the rock for for Cain's murder of Abel God didn't take the rock away um, God punished Abel and God warned able that he was that his mind was in the wrong place um, and I actually had to respond to someone yesterday because they were all upset over us advocating for that it's a mental health issue um, despite not supporting mental health stuff even though I I, <laughs> I advocate for it Um, With my voting, I haven't been given the option to support such things um, Because normally we don't have a lot to vote about in terms of legislation or funding in those environments. Um, I believe we need um, a field of mental health um, people who know the warning signs for someone predisposed to do something like a mass uh, shooting uh, for violent crime to see those warning signs uh, in people and to counsel them and to help them Um, don't don't uh, when someone gets into a DUI uh, because they're an alcoholic do we put restrictions on cars or do we put restriction on people on those people you know you you can't you can't operate a vehicle while you're under the influence that's the law is is the problem the vehicle or the person now there's some crazy people out there who think oh just replace their ignition with a, a breathalyzer and it's like Again, it's the people. Um, it's the people. That's what the law is for. It shows that people who are intoxicated cannot drive a vehicle because they cannot operate it properly. Um, and they need help for that. Um, people who are mentally unstable in such a way that they would perpetrate a violent crime... Uh, first and foremost focus on them and fixing them. All the weapons legislation in the world will not stop people from doing crime. Prohibition did not stop alcohol. It just meant that only people willing to break the law had access. And they did. That's why the mafias existed. And really when you go down that route of wanting to regulate weapons, you're just making it harder for the people who aren't actually the problem. Because what happens is people who are the problem can easily can can steal from people who have it who are not the problem. And the fun thing is, even if whatever measure you want to have in place is taken, you want to put it behind a lock, the household as a whole likely has access to the key. Um, and if, oh, you want to make it so that only the person owning the gun is allowed to have the key? Well, now you've just disabled that family from actually defending themselves in a home invasion in the scenario that the father is away or incapacitated or it's not even the father or however you want to put it. These band-aids, you're, you're not sticking the band-aid on the injury, you're sticking <laughs> the band-aid on the wrong thing. The issue with these kinds of violence is the mental health of the perpetrator. It should be the priority. And the first and foremost thing we can do as Christians is spread the biblical world view. Thou shall not murder. Scripture speaks a lot of counseling the unwell, of consoling people, of doing life with people. Not just shoving aside people because they're l- less off in life but actually doing life together, encouraging people, bearing one another's burdens, hearing out what is ailing them and praying for that. Our primary job is to take care of people's spiritual health, but part of that will involve taking care of their mental health. And we need to destigmatize that, and we need to advocate for that. Because the route most people want to take to move forward is not going to stop these issues. What it's going to do is it is going to disarm us from the real reason the Second Amendment exists. So there, <laughs> there's my 25 cents on that. Um, Christy.Mac Mac dot asks what is a good apologetics starter book it depends on what you want to do um if you want to be an apologist for the trinity hi hello uh, get james white's the forgotten trinity uh, if you want to talk about Bible translations to try and calm down the cultic KJVOs. Get the King James-only controversy. Um, It also has some really good history in there about Erasmus um, and views on Scripture. Um, If you're talking speaking to Islam, get Dan Brubaker's Corrections in Early Chronic Manuscripts. Uh, Get James White's What Every Christian Needs to Know About the Quran. Uh, get yourself uh, a critical Quran. Get yourself a Bridges translation of the ten Tenkira'ah of the Noble Quran. Um, for, if you want to speak to the Latter-day Saint, get Letters to a Mormon Elder by James White. Get Is the Mormon My Brother by uh, James White. Uh, get a Book of Mormon. They happen to like handing them out. Um, <laughs> for free! Um, same with the Jehovah's Witnesses and their translation. Um uh for Catholicism there's James White's Mary another redeemer uh the Rome, the Roman Catholic also from him the Roman Catholic controversy this isn't a book this is a series listen to the great debate series by with James White and various Catholics over the course of a decade um, it is a very very insightful very good series you hear the dialogue um yeah there're Plenty of resources. Um, I'm not sure specifically what you'd want um, to start with, but that would greatly impact my answer. Um, I've I've given it in so far as I can. Um, So now we switch over to the discords. Pastor Brett UMC asks, How would you define the word religion? And is it a good or bad thing? Religion has a few. Well, you know, religion is organized, an organized um, group that worships, that worships, that gathers, that follows traditions and rituals, Um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Religion of man says you can be good enough for God. The religion of scripture says you could never be good enough for God. And there's a sad um, happening of people who think that religion is a swear word. And it's not. It's not a bad word. It's perfectly fine to say and to use and to be a part of. Um, nowhere in the Bible will you say will you see relationship over... Religion. In fact, what you see in James, James writes in chapter one verse twenty six and twenty seven, if anyone thinks himself to be religious while not bridling his tongue but deceiving his heart, this man's religion is worthless. Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this to visit orphans. And widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. So, he speaks positively uh, of religion. Um, Paul says that it is good for us to suffer as a Christian. Uh, <clears throat> Dale Jitsu asks Thoughts on the conversation, Black Doctor 21. And that you had with you're missing from there. And Captain Calvinist YouTube last Saturday. Um, he has a two parter going on here. Um, I listened to it. That's part of why I started recording this so late. It seemed good. It seemed a dialogue. Seems I don't believe with the I don't I don't agree with either of you 100. Uh, percent but it was it was a good dialogue. Um, I'd have to listen to it a few more times to have a hard opinion on it. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend checking that out. Captain Calvinist's uh, YouTube channel, New Covenant Theology Discussion. I don't know if that's the full title, but you'll you'll figure it out. I'm sure. Um, second half of his question: What makes you decide to respond to? a given TikTok rather than just rolling your eyes and scrolling on. Um, It depends. One metric is if someone else has already responded the exact same thing, I'm less inclined to think I need to respond. Um, If it's something I can speak to in a heartbeat, I'll probably respond to it. If it's something that seems significant enough, if it's information I want to pass on, to my listeners, followers. Um, Like, especially if it's... um, Every once in a now, I give in, and I do a whole video where I'm responding to people who are sacred namers. And I'm like, oh, you have to say Joshua, you know. There's no power in the name of Jesus, or there's not enough power in the name of Jesus, even though we know from... Uh, we know from superstitious literatures that, no, demonic forces do respond to the name of Jesus in the English, and you don't understand etymology and the history of the name, which is spouting lies, and I can correct that real quick. Um, things like that. Uh, if it's people I've already responded to, I'm more likely to respond. Uh, so... At the same time, I'm kind of tired of trying to hammer the Trinity into Is- Muslims, So, and I don't get a lot of their videos, but uh, I'd probably just chuckle and roll my eyes, maybe leave a comment at best, move on. Um, if they want to have a genuine discussion, they'll find their way to me, and we'll have a genuine discussion on a live or somewhere. Um, Louis um, what are your thoughts about people who say that there are people out there that claim that their religion is true and is the right way and then ask us why is Christianity true and all other religions false Um, so it seems like what he's asking is why are there people who think oh my religion is the only way now why do you say that Christian um. That seems a little hypocritical. <laughs> um. Oh, we we have the logical and of course the uh, evidential high ground to say so. Um. Because all religion cannot be true. Ergo, a religion must be true. Pardon me getting into philosophical logic. Um. The late Prince of Preachers of this generation R. C. himself talked about such things. Um Yeah, so then it's it's a battle of evidentialism, of presuppositionalism, of what does the evidence have to say. There is archaeological evidence for the scripture, there is prophetic fulfillment. Um there are scientific accuracies. The Quran claims scientific accuracy. However, the Bible actually excels in having scientific accuracy, such as we know that the serpent's curse was to lose, was to crawl on its belly. We look at serpent, de- we look at uh, snake DNA, and we see, oh, hey, look, here's the genetics for legs, um, not in use, vestigial, but uh, present nonetheless. Uh, Bible says the life is in the blood. Without our blood, we do not live. It it is that which keeps us going. Uh, That and a healthy heart. Um, That's had more than two hours of sleep with not enough water. Um, Self-deprecation. So, you know, it's it's a long, drawn-out battle. um, That normally people really don't want to have. They want to talk the talk of having a heavy conversation. But they do not... They tend to not truly want to engage deeply. Or think critically. Um, and that's the hardest thing. Is getting them to actually think critically. Uh, and then you go on to say, okay, if they're getting offended at you bringing up other religions, I I don't know what to tell you. Don't worry about people getting offended. That'll happen. That'll happen. So Well that was really short. Um yeah. uh, Thank you again to everybody who asked questions, as always. Um this show really profits time wise from your questions. Um Yeah. I think now it's time. Now remember in this new year of doing Theophilus uh, you can send in your voice clips to me on um preferably discord uh you can send in like mp files of recordings of you doing the intro um uh, and they'll make their way onto an episode um and thank you to ho- those who have in the past um Get a shout out Get a thank you From me um, Okay that said We are um, Waiting for me to pull out my NIV <laughs> Jesus spake these things to his disciples In Matthew 5 3-12 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit For theirs is the kingdom of heaven Blessed are those who mourn For they will be comforted Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and f- falsely say all kinds of evil against you on account of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you, doing the peace and love of our Lord and Savior.